0: with me is the Lothar and Durotan to my Gul'dan, JC, and Joel. Hey, Which guys. Yeah. Hi. Good hey. Morning. Which one was that again? <laughs> <coughs> who wants to be Lothar? Who wants to be Durotan? Which one was who? Durotan
1: is the big main orc. That's the nice guy. I like and Lothar, tooth piercing. Lothar was the human who apparently really hates shoes. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. He didn't oh, wish.
0: that's right. He didn't, have
2: he didn't have shoes on in the battle. <laughs> with the golem, right?
1: Yeah, the, when the golem becomes alive His shoes, he was on the back of the golem Yeah His shoes get stuck in the clay whenever the golem dies And so he literally has to take his shoes off to get out of the golem That's right uh, Well,
2: we're both wearing sandals, so That's true, because it's chilly yeah. Sorry, you want me to turn uh, What? Want me turn what? the AC down? Wait, what is sandals? No. sandals. that was the big opposite oh, Okay You wear sandals
1: when it's hot I know I was thinking Why does Joe don't pay attention to I what was just talking? trying to make things easy well now I want chili so uh, <laughs> I've got chili in the fridge there's a new chilies that opened up by our house Oh.
0: how to build a tangent <laughs> doesn't that mean like a graph and like a xy coordinate or something oh uh, well rock pepper scissors math teacher you want to go over it <laughs> uh this week JC has nominated Warcraft should we call it Warcraft the beginning Or Warcraft? Just Warcraft, Okay, for the video game movie Pantheon. So, we will discuss the movie, and in an hour or so, we'll analyze it, grade it, and either induct it or exclude it. This is a spoiler-rich podcast, so if you haven't seen Warcraft, it's best if you stop right here, find it someplace online for free, because otherwise you are spending $11, no matter where you look, for this movie. I mean, Joel Joel was very angry about that whenever he had to go. I was pissed.
2: I I wasn't angry. Everyone at school, everyone on this show is going to think I'm just the angriest person.
1: Oh, please. Because you are. Because JC goes, oh, I got his blood (laughs) boiling. Wow, you're so angry your blood's boiling?
2: Okay. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about this. In the video game Pantheon, since there were... So there was the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire then they made the Spider-Man video game yes then they came out with a bunch more original Spider-Man could we do the first Garfield Spider-Man as a video game movie if it follows the same storyline um I'd have to play the video game because I don't know oh, if, it, it's if
1: it follows the same storyline. Then that's a valid argument. I would
2: say that I like that argument. Honestly, right, that's, that's a valid. We'll, we'll yeah, talk right. about it right in, guys. Uh,
1: <laughs> Notice how he just argued to watch another Spider-Man, though.
0: Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll also be playing a game like of the did, game. The, did the awards get it right, as well as a new segment called Top Three, Bottom Three, where we what's well, not a new segment anymore, where we highlight the best things in the film and rip to shreds the worst things in the film. But now that we've handled the business, let's get to our movie of the week. This
1: week we are talking about 2016's Warcraft, a movie made for 160 million dollars that raked in 433.7 million dollars because the .7 was very important. Seven hundred thousand dollars, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> now I should note something here, me. This <laughs> <laughs> this movie made only 47 million dollars in the U.S. The studio got real worried until it opened in China. In China, it raked in $213 million. <laughs> the next closest foreign market and box office take was $22 million in Russia. 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 Joe, do you have an opinion on
0: why this was? Yes. Is, was? Movies that rely on animation and CGI to tell a story tend to translate better in foreign markets. Because they go beyond the language barrier. That's why Mr. Bean is so well-loved all over the place.
2: Oh, yeah, he didn't talk.
0: Yeah. It's why Ice Age movies keep getting made, you know, because they look... You can tell a story just with the visuals. Uh, So, you know, there's a market out there, and studios know how to look. I don't think they expected this, though. They expected it more in the U.S. than they expected in China. But I think that, as a gamer, you you would agree that there are probably more Warcraft players overseas than there are here.
1: Oh, yeah. The... It, the 40 million that's probably how many people played Warcraft. Yeah. In so- all honesty, the the studio may be shocked by that number, but I look at that I'm like, yeah, that's you probably got everybody that played Warcraft ever. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the movie here. Uh the movie was directed by Duncan Jones, who has a really cool name. <laughs> uh written by Charles Leavitt, Levitt, Levitt, Lovitt, whatever. And Duncan Jones, John Levitt? John Levitt. Hey, uh, I guys. <laughs> Uh, Travis Fimmel as Anduin Lothar, Paula Patton meow, as Garona, <laughs> Ben Foster as Medivh, Daniel Wool as Gul'dan, uh, Dominic Cooper as Lane Ryn, Do- uh, Toby Kebble as Durotan and Antonidas, Ben Schnetzer, <laughs> Schnetzer? Schnetzer? as Cadgar, Robert Kaczynski as Ogrim Doohammer, and Clancy Brown as Blackhand. Doesn't Antonidas sound like something you catch?
0: I don't know. I got a bad case of Antonides. Is it M&A? sad that now
1: I'm picturing Leonidas from 300? Oh, maybe what? it's maybe Antonitus is
0: his older and more annoying brother. Who was Antonitus in this? Uh, <laughs> okay, we're on good, that. Good question. <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll jump into this part right here.
1: Oh, Anto- oh Antonitus is the leader of the Kirin Tor. Uh, the mages. Okay, okay. All of the mages. The guy with the glowy Eyes. I thought that was Guldan. Okay, the purple glowing eyes versus the green glowing eyes.
0: Okay, all right. The
1: green glowing eyes was Guldan.
0: Okay. What else we got? (laughs) Did you even even watch the movie, Joe? Come on, Joe. Twice.
1: According to our good people at Rotten Tomatoes, bastards, it has a tomato <laughs> meter rating of
0: 28%.
1: The critics, on average, gave this film a 4.2 out of 10. But aha, the audience score, which is the average rating of people that actually watched and cared about, cared about the movie, is a 3.8 out of 5. So with a 71% agreeing, it's a 3 or higher. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Now, because this is a video game movie, we should also give the thoughts of IGN, a awesome website that covers games for consoles uh, from consoles to PCs. Of any of the critics, they'd probably give the score or give the best idea as per what the target audience thought of this film. IGN scored it a 7 out of 10, with pros being character-focused storytelling, stunning orc VFX, and unafraid to take risks with characters. And the cons being information overload. Yeah, I agree. And some uninspired casting. Also, I agree.
0: I'll be honest with you. I completely agree with everything they said there. Yeah, I yeah. do too.
1: And what's funny is when you and I first watched it, I read the IGN uh, review the next day yeah. and was angry at it. But the more I read it, I'm like, nah, I agree with it. I, yeah. I get it.
0: And we should probably say, we, I mean, we're not going to use IGN for everything on these because this is a video game property. They know their video game properties. They also gave Independence Day Resurgence an eight. Yeah, that's just stupid. But that's the thing. <laughs> they know video game properties, maybe not movies in general. They knew what to look for in this movie.
1: Yeah, but that was just stupid.
0: Oh, it, it was what it was.
1: No. No. It's a horrible movie. Roger,
0: e- Roger Ebert gave the usual suspects a one out of four at one point. Bad people. Yeah, see, see, critics sometimes just get it wrong, okay? Well, let's just jump into our next segment I'm going to call Inception to Perception, where we talk about how this movie started as an idea and made its way to the big screen. Don't get on the set. Get ready to shoot and then
2: ask for rewrites. Studios do this crap all the time and they wonder why they end up with a shit movie. Smoke mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory.
0: Movie? You know, I hate the word movie. I don't make movies. I make films. Films. To start with, let's give a brief history of the video game this movie was inspired by. Undies or, like, boxer? The original Warcraft, Orcs and Humans, was a real-time strategy game developed by Blizzard Entertainment. In it, you choose a side, humans or orcs. From there, you'd go through a series of challenges that involved building settlements and attacking the opposite faction with armies you've cultivated. From this point... As graphics got better, games got better. Until 2004, when Blizzard launched World of Warcraft, a fully immersive online experience that allowed players to pick from several different races, such as elves, dwarves, humans, and orcs, and go on quests and challenges, team up with people from all over the world for massive missions, and socially network in the world... Of Warcraft.
1: Your town is under attack.
0: Your town is under attack. Something that you never really heard in World of Warcraft. No, you didn't. Uh, Given the massive popularity of the game amongst gamers and the number of copycats to this massive multiplayer game, Star Wars The Old Republic is the only one that comes close to doing it justice, whispers started to form about a possible movie in the works. So, in May of 2006, the project was announced and was originally supposed to take place in the era of Warcraft's Orcs and Humans, the first game. They decided to drop that setting, though, because Blizzard thought that it would feel too similar to The Lord of the Rings. The film was scheduled for a 2009 release, but then was pushed back to 2011. However, by the time 2011's San Diego Comic-Con rolled around, the film was announced to still be in, quote, the treatment stage. What does that mean? It means that they're still writing a script. Gotcha. Yeah, now according to Wikipedia, <clears throat> Uwe Boll tried to get on as a director, but Blizzard blocked him from it because of Boll's consistent cachet of shitty films, including a few video game adaptations like House of the Dead and Blood Rain. Next up was Sam Raimi of Spider-Man fame, there you go, and Evil Dead fame for all of you out there, who eventually was replaced by Duncan Jones in January of 2013. However, Jones wasn't happy with the script, saying, "Quote." It was the stale fantasy trope of humans are the good guys, monsters are the bad guys. be honest with you, that is the game.
1: No. I, no, I would not argue
0: that's the game. It is the game. No. Oh, yes, it is. Or, orcs can be good guys, too. Stop it. No, because yes. orcs are presented in the game as bad guys. Not by World of Warcraft, they're not. By Warcraft, they are. By Warcraft 2, they are. By Warcraft 3, they are.
1: Mm, no, by Warcraft 2 and 3, they're in the world. What I mean, all of the people that invaded before are dead. Now but, they're bad guys just because they're trying to survive
0: too? It, oh, God damn. <laughs> Word, I, could tell, I could tell the argument about to happen. Okay. <clears throat> Blizzard approved of Jones's changing of the script because they weren't thrilled with it either, and, they, and the story got altered to be more 50-50. Duncan Jones had a tumultuous time during the production of this movie in his personal life. Right after accepting the job, his wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. And his father, David Bowie, died from breast cancer. Or not breast died from cancer, not breast cancer. Uh, late in the production timeline. I believe he said this movie was hard because it started and ended with cancer. Yeah. Uh, that's hard on anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for a director, you can imagine it must have been difficult to try to do your best work when all of this is going on. In July 2013, at San Diego Comic-Con, a concept trailer was released that showed an orc battling a human. My guess is it's the opening shot of this movie. I I think it is. I think it, I mean, I, I, for some reason, I remember looking at it with you. Yeah, it is the opening shot. Um, After people got hyped, the studio started the casting process. On September 23rd, 2013, it was reported that Paul Dano, Travis Fimmel, Anson Mount, and Anton Yelchin, the late Anton Yelchin, were on the shortlist to star in the film. A month later, Fimmel was announced to play the lead character. By December, the main cast had all been hired. Uh, Filming principal photography, photography began in January of the following year and lasted for four months. Post-production lasted 20 months. Now, many have claimed this movie was too CGI-heavy. Jones commented on it saying, in regard to the use of computer-generated imagery, quote, it's a tool like any other. It can be done well, and it can be done sh*t. The best CGI has you forgetting that it's CGI and accepting the visual as whatever it is supposed to be, like props. No one has an issue with props in film, do they? Okay. The film was set to be released... December 2015, but was pushed back to May of the following year to avoid the release of this little film called Star Wars, The Force Awakens. That was a smart idea. I think so also. Uh, In I'm trying to think, 2016, that was not a great year in the summer no, for movies. So this you, was like the the. Phoenix. You and I actually agreed that this may, or you may not have agreed,
1: but I stated, because we said it on the podcast at one point, what was the best movie we'd seen all summer? And I said,
2: probably Warcraft. And I think
0: I was like, reluctantly going, I think so also. Because <laughs> if you remember last year, I saw every movie yeah. in theaters. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, summer for Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> um, now that you was s- a bad uh, summer. I'll, I'll, I'll name the bad movies. Yeah. Now You See Me too. Um, it was decent. Free State of Jones didn't do well. Yeah, you never saw that. Um, I, Sausage Party. I, I did it. end I up liked seeing it. Legend of Tarzan, that. Central Intelligence.
1: I liked Legend of, Sar- of Tarzan. I yeah. thought it was a good movie. I was, the uh,
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sequel. Cool. I never saw that yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There are movies in here that I thought did pretty well, but again, this might be just 2016. I don't know about the summer because that's when War Dogs came out and I liked War Dogs. War Dogs. Was that the one with
0: Miles Teller? Yeah. And Jonah, Jonah Hill.
2: Hill. I haven't seen that yet. I it's either. not bad. Is- um, yeah, I think it's on Netflix.
0: Is it on Hulu? Because I'm about to cancel Netflix. I
2: know, right?
0: <laughs> just um, getting a little proactive with that
2: one. <laughs> fi- but Finding Dory came out, Conjuring 2, the BFG, yeah. Star Trek Beyond, Jason Bourne, X-Men Apocalypse. I like the Star
1: Trek Beyond too.
2: The Nice Guys, <laughs> Suicide Squad, and Ameri- Captain America Civil War.
0: Horrible! That,
1: that was a fantastic that movie. That was a terrible movie. As
2: you guys can see, J.C. and I are
0: right in line with all these films. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, guys, do you remember when the first
2: time you saw this? Joel? Yes, I remember last night. There it is. <laughs> you remember last night? So you didn't get drunk. No, I watched this movie. <laughs> So watching
1: this movie is better than drinking. Wow, that's that's a great. I was gonna say, (laughs) I had one. That's a great promotion.
2: (laughs) I watched this while doing our (laughs) next show, which will air four days ago, Um, and uh, had a Yingling. So, oh, what a Uh, night.
0: Joe. (laughs) Yeah, JC and I went to go see this last year. We had been talking about it, and I know myself, I was actually hopeful for this movie. I'd played the real-time simulations when I was younger and had went through a phase for a year of playing World of Warcraft. In fact, I think I said that I was hoping this movie would finally be a good, quote, video game movie. So good that we can stop calling them video game movies. Instead, call them fantasies or mysteries like all the other movies we do. So I walked into this movie hopeful. JC, would you agree that I did? Yes, you, he walked in with an open
1: mind. Yes. I will give him credit for that. He used his magical power to clean his mind of anything.
0: Yeah. JC, how about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I remember.
0: Yeah. You're with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we definitely left feeling different, though. <laughs> <I'll> we, say- <laughs> we went in the
0: same... We left, not not, not. It was same. so funny. J.C. and I had two of the greatest movie <laughs> moments last year with Independence Day Resurgence and Warcraft. And Warcraft. <laughs>
1: they are sincerely movie memories that will never, never be forgotten.
0: Yeah. That one, and honestly, the Civil War at the end, your reaction to oh, it versus mine? Pure rage. Yeah. Pure, pure rage. <laughs> well, J.C., do you have a synopsis for this movie? Uh, sure. All right.
2: <laughs> oh, it's good to see trees again uh, <laughs> On the snow Even from a distance mm. Remember when we would track blood ox Through the frost wind dunes
0: It was always meat Always life You don't think it's strange That we lost our home when Gul'dan came to power One orc cannot kill a world, time. Are you sure? Look around you.
2: Does it not remind you of something? Wherever Guldan works his magic, the land dies. If our people are to make a home here, my friend,
0: Guldan must be stopped.
1: (sighs) We are not powerful enough to defeat Guldan.
0: But with the human's help, we could be.
1: Uh, Draenor, the home world of the orcs, is being torn apart by a mysterious force known as Fell Magic. Gul'dan, a powerful orc warlock, unites the orc clans and forms the Horde. Actually, he didn't form it. It was already formed. It was the Horde. And creates a portal to the world of Azeroth. The orcs begin to use fell magic to drain the life out of captive Draenei in order to sustain the portal. Once it is operational, Gul'dan leads a small warband to capture prisoners on Azeroth and sacrifice them to bring the rest of the, the Horde through the portal. He didn't have enough Draenor to get all of the Horde through to Azeroth. He could only get a war party through. Duratan, who is the chieftain of the Frostwolf clan and the main orc uh, hero, I guess, and his pregnant mate Draka and his friend Orgrim Doomhammer join this initial warband. While crossing through the portal, Draka actually goes into labor. When the orcs finally arrive in on Azeroth, she is essentially in the middle of giving birth and gives stillbo- or gives birth to a stillborn. Gul'dan assists her, but then drains the life of a nearby deer to revive and infuse fell magic into the baby. Later, Duratan would name this baby Goel, which, if anybody that's played the game, that's a important character. The orcs the orcs end up raiding several settlements settlements throughout Azeroth. Eventually Anduin Lothar, the military commander of the human forces in the Stormwind kingdom, looks over some men that were killed and finds a trespassing mage named Cadgar. Cadgar explains that he was investigating the dead bodies because they contained traces of fell magic. Cadgar persuades Stormwind's king, Lane Rin, to consult Medivh, the renowned guardian of Tirisfal, and Lane sends Anduin and Kadgar to Medivh's stronghold, Karazan, to inform him of the fell magic's presence on Azeroth in the Karazan library. However, a ghostly shadow leads Kadgar to a mysterious book, which he takes. He steals it. Alright, that's a lot. That's, <laughs> the, that's, that's a lot. Well that's that's the f- that's the first paragraph.
0: I uh sorry. Yeah. Uh <laughs> It's an information dump. It
1: is an information dump. And as IGN said, you almost have to have, and I said this after the movie, you almost have to have a background in Warcraft mythology. Otherwise, you were spending the entire movie going, WTF?
2: No, yeah. Do you need assistance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, I can't remember which one of you I said it to, you, maybe both. But I was like, I wish I would have played the game before watching this movie. Or like before, I mean, even before watching, I was like, I feel like if I would have played the game, I would be much more, not that I wasn't excited to watch the movie, but you know, it's good to have some background knowledge.
0: Yeah. I, I know myself, if you play the game, you appreciate the, the aesthetics and the environment that you see, because they're right out of the game. Like all the buildings that the orcs have. Oh yeah you've you, you constructed these buildings on your screen. And you're like, oh, there's, there's the barracks, and there's the towers. and So you notice them all. And it's like, I remember sitting there going, oh, that's cool. They yeah. did that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Um,
1: but it, th- this will introduce something we'll talk about a little bit later. I played the games, I, and I knew a fair bit about the characters, and even I had to look st- stuff up after this movie. Mm-hmm. So that and so when we get to our top three, bottom three, like that—that's one of them. I'm like, if you—if you go into this movie and you don't know anything about Warcraft, you will hate it. It will we'll just be honest, right out the gate, you will hate this movie because you have no idea what's going on.
0: And I think we should also mention that there are two types of gamers out there. There's the JC gamers who really follow the story. Yeah. Like when when you see text on the screen, he's reading it. Yeah, I do. And when that little button on the bottom that says B, skip. That's me going, I just want to get to the strategy because that's what I care about. Yeah. So I was more about the challenges. You were more about the story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Lothar and the Guardian talk to each other. They figure out or Lothar essentially tells him that this boy, Cadgar has something to tell him. It's a fell. Suddenly the Guardian uh, gets very animated and realizes, all right, we need to go. And so Lothar, Kadgar, and Mediv join a scouting team and they follow traces of the fell magic. However, while they're doing that, they're ambushed by orcs. Mediv uses a spell to kill only the fell corrupted orcs, leaving the horde's war chief, Blackhand, to flee along with Duritan and Orgrim. Cadgar more gold. Cadgar <laughs> <laughs> actually notices that he used the spell specifically only for fell magic, and that is an instance where you see he turns to the Guardian, asks him a question, and the Guardian suddenly becomes very obtuse. Yeah. That is the moment where you think the Guardian clearly knows more than he is passing on. Cadgar uh, also at the same time restrains a half-orc slave, half-orc, half-draenor, uh, named Garona. The soldiers take her prisoner and another orc. However, the orc is killed in transit. King Lane frees Garona after interrogating her in exchange for loyalty to Stormwind. She agrees to leave the humans in order to spy on the orc camp where they learn of Gul'dan's plan to bring the Horde to Azeroth. And we also get the nice little jokes between, like how she looks down on humans, even though she's looked down on as orc. And there's a couple little like social things that, when you're just if you're just watching this for fun, they can get lost. But those are cool little. I actually don't get annoyed by them because there's like societal hierarchy stuff there that I think is kind of funny.
0: I think, you know, when I when I when I watched this and I saw the part where they introduce the female orc. They give you the idea, they say, they call her half-breed. What I'm calling is a half-breed. Yep. But they never actually tell you that she's half something, half something.
1: No, you have to look that, that that's information that, that you yeah. don't get from the movie. You look it up later. Because the movie almost makes it seem she's half-human, half-orc, which that would make no sense because there were no humans on Draenor where mm-hmm. she was created. Oh, All right.
2: Allegedly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they could be hiding. No. You no, don't, you don't no. know. You don't know. <laughs> False. Bad deal. <laughs> no, bad. Well, we're going to agree to disagree. We're
1: gonna too. degree to disagree. We're gonna yeah, Is yeah. that like a bachelor's degree or a bachelor? You watched The Bachelor? Uh, well, apparently people weren't happy with the last one.
2: That was the best. Yeah, I can do that. Tune in to <laughs> Tuesday for our Bachelor review show. There you I w- go. I watched The Bachelorette. <laughs> is that what it was?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we went the entire show. Meanwhile, Durin realizes that the fell magic is responsible for the destruction of Draenor. Me, not
0: and- that kind of orc.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if Gul'dan is not thwarted. Azeroth will suffer the f- same fate as Draenor. He tells this to Orgrim, but despite Orgrim's objections, Duratan invites Elaine to a secret meeting so that the Frostwolf clan and Duratan and the humans could unite together to defeat Gul'dan. While studying the book he took from Karazhan, however, Khadgar learns that Gul'dan could not have opened the original portal from the beginning of the movie on his own. Someone had to have opened the portal from Azeroth, which means someone from Azeroth had to help him.
0: Bad boy. I really feel like Cadgar gets like the shaft throughout most of this movie. Is that tooth piercing? No, Cadgar is the young mage. <laughs> the who? The young mage. The young mage, the young, young mage. magic
2: kid. Oh, the one I didn't like? Yeah. Oh yeah. He has the face. Yes, yeah, stupid face.
1: Cadgar face. <laughs> That sucks, because I, I kind of feel like he looks like me a little bit. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't.
2: You have a wonderful face, James.
1: <laughs> his beard is my beard are very similar.
2: Oh, I know. I'm i not talking about his beard.
1: But I'm just saying. He's got a round face. I have a round face. No, he's no, got no. brown hair. I've got brown hair.
2: No, no. You're you're a handsome fella.
1: Yeah. Well, then he's a handsome fella. <laughs> <laughs> zug, zug. <laughs> zug, zug. All right. Uh... Cadgar is eventually confronted by Mediv, who learns of Cadgar's research. He instantly figures out what Cadgar is putting together and burns everything. Cadgar <laughs> instantly offers to help him with his work, despite having just had all of his research burned. Uh, Medivh dismisses him and goes away, saying he doesn't need help. That is when Cadgar realizes,
0: "Oh, I need to go talk to Lothar really quick." This pissed me off. It pissed me off because. Here's this guy, uh, Medivh, who's yeah. clearly trying to get more and more powerful and figure things out. He's yeah. got a room full of information, and he torches it. He should have killed Khadgar. Oh, no. I, I, I will correct that a little
1: bit. Medivh already knows everything. Oh, I
0: thought he was looking at it going, wait, this is new stuff. I thought he was
2: doing no,
1: that. No, Medivh torched all of that stuff because Cadgar had put together, if Khadgar would have kept going, he would have put together that Medivh was the only person that could have brought them over. So what, Mediv- what Medivh destroyed was all of the research that would essentially lead to him. He burned the evidence that would have proved he was the guy that did it. Okay,
0: all right. That's what happened. I wasn't... Sh- okay, I, I must have mis- st- misunderstood that. My Mediv- bad.
2: Medivh's the dumb face? Yeah. No. Which Medivh
1: he? is Ben Foster. That doesn't, that doesn't help. You don't know who Ben <laughs> Foster is? Medivh is... He's Angel from X-Men. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Angel. <laughs>
0: Joel! <laughs> I don't pay attention to names. Joel! <laughs> he was the thing in Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh,
2: the new one. I don't.
0: Joel! <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm wondering which if you meant Khadgar when you said ugly face. Did you mean Cadgar or Medivh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> the Frost.
2: Was- all the names are made up. No, you can't hold <laughs> They are not. They you- are directly they from are- the video game. Which was made up. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. So is. You can't hold it against so me. So is Lord of the Rings. If the- and that was really hard for me. <laughs> Orin- oh, oried, or- and I like or- that one. <laughs>
0: Those are some of the best synopses ever read. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Frostwolf clan meets with the humans to negotiate an alliance, but the group is ambushed by Blackhand and other fell orcs. As the humans retreat, Medivh arrives, forms a magical barrier to protect them, but separates Lothar from his son Kalan. Callan is killed by Blackhand. Medivh is severely weakened by his magical force field. And, Corona and, Ka- and Garona and Khadgar are forced to take him back to Karazan, to the magical pool there to recover. After noticing Medivh's eyes shine green, showing that he is infected by fell magic, Khadgar instantly runs to his former home, uh, Dalaran, to seek help from the Kirin Tor. The Kirin Tor the authority of human and high elven mages. The Kirin Tor facilitate a meeting with Alodai, a previously unknown shadow who led Cadgar to the book and also to her. She confirms that Mediv has indeed been corrupted by fell magic and turned into a demon.
0: Yes. And who was Alodai, Joel? You Joel? discovered last night. Oh, Glen Close. Glen Close showed up. <laughs> Glen Close is Alodai. Yes, but
2: is in the credits uncredited.
0: She is uncredited.
2: That uh, actually bumped, you, bumped it up a half a letter grade for me. <laughs> 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 <I'm> not joking.
1: <laughs> All right. At the orc camp, Blackhand purges the Fo- Frostwolf clan. Orgrim helps Draka escape, and she sends Goel down a river in a basket, but is then found and killed by another fell orc. Duratan challenges Gul'dan to Mak'gora, a traditional orcish duel to the death, and for leadership of the clan, in this case, of the whole horde. During the fight, Gulden violates the honorable combat rules by draining the life force out of Duratan with his fell magic. Eventually, he kills him, earning the disapproval of the orcs watching. However, he empowers Blackhand, the other main chieftain, with this same magic, and with his influence, forces all of the orcs to attack the humans as they attack. Long live Aslan! <laughs> <laughs> Medivh, now in a half-demonic state, starts to open the portal from Draenor to Azeroth. Gul'dan, seeing that, begins sacrificing the captured human villagers to allow the rest of the Horde to enter into Azeroth. Lane leads the human army in an assault against the orc Camp, while Lothar and Khadgar fight Medivh. They eventually destroy the demon that had begun to manifest on the outside. Medivh is left mortally wounded and uses the last of his strength to close the portal to Draenor and instead open a portal to Stormwind. This would allow Lane to evacuate the prisoners and get away from the overpowering horde.
0: And Uh, that's because he was in the font, right? Yeah, he went good again because he jumped in the font, or he got pushed. No,
1: he he went good again because he used the last of his power. Whenever so Cadgar, when he traps Mediv, yeah. Did you remember the moment where you thought Cadgar is also now inflamed by fell magic? Yes. Well, he does what Alodai had told him to do: from darkness, light, and from light, darkness. He literally absorbed all of the fell that was in Mediv. And then, using some magical spell, we are led in the movie to believe it's light. I'd have to look it up what the actual spell is. He essentially obliterates the fell. He obliterates
0: the darkness using light. This is going to sound really weird. I really wish this movie was a, like, ten-part miniseries. Because you could explain this, then. You could. There's... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think they jammed I'll, too much in a two hour I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll get well, it. Yeah. I'll get to it later. Right. But there, there is so much they did well, and then there's so much that there's a reason critics hated this, and there's a reason why it didn't make a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh, I lost my place. I should have moved
0: it. You're at the orc camp. black hand purchase. Right, right. Right there. See me? No. Yeah, I'm right here. I already read that. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm oh, in. at the end of Azeroth, I read that. Oh, already, down too. there when Medivh where? eventually dies. Is that where
1: I'm at? Uh, yeah, allowing we... Lane to evacuate. Okay. Yeah, go with it
0: anyway. Why not? Okay, give people another uh,
1: jump into it. <laughs> after uh, <laughs> <laughs> after Medivh dies, the portal closes, leaving Lane and Garona and a small number of human soldiers to fight the orcs alone. Lane secretly orders Garona to kill him bringing her honor among the orcs and putting her in a position of power to bring peace between the two races. He doesn't want war, which is a great plan. However, Garona reluctantly does so and is welcomed into the Horde by Gul'dan and recognized as an orc. As the orcs celebrate, Lothar arrives to retrieve King Lane's body and discovers Garona's life still in Lane's neck. Realizing it was she who had killed the king, He is infuriated. Blackhand challenges Lothar to mock Gora, and Lothar quickly kills him, revenge for Blackhand having killed his son Callan earlier in the movie. Against Gul'dan's demands, the orcs, bound by tradition, allow Lothar to depart with Lane's body while he glares at Garona. At Lane's funeral in Stormwind, the leaders of the other human nations, along with the High Elves and the Dwarves, proclaim an alliance against the orcs and rally behind Lothar, who is now king of Azeroth and leader of the alliance forces. Elsewhere, Orgrim takes one of Duratan's tusks to one day give to Goel, and the basket containing Goel's body is found by a human, and he growls, Ending the movie.
0: Did they say his name was Goel in it? Yeah, they do. They did mention. They said it out loud, right? Yes. Okay. I I think I missed that then. Yep. Okay. So, Joel. Not that I don't already
1: know this, because I remember the face you made after the movie. <laughs> What'd you think after watching this film? Wait. Oh wait, Joel. I guess you're first, not Joe.
2: Well, you said Joel. Yeah. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Classic J names. Wait, what? <laughs> Who? Uh, I thought that the ending did a good job at wrapping everything up that happened previously to it. I enjoyed just the final few scenes of the film. Good deal.
0: Joe! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you and I, when JC and I saw this in the movie theater, JC knows exactly when I was ready to walk out.
1: <laughs> and I still, every time I watch the, the movie, every
0: time, I know exactly. I'm like, yep. that's, that's When the girl it, orc it, and it, Lothar it, have their moment in the prison... I literally leaned over with my hands in my head. Just going, oh my god! And if JC wasn't there, I would have left. But we drove, we drove together. Yeah, I was I wasn't entertained, but I loved seeing all the Easter eggs. The Easter eggs just weren't enough for me. JC, all
1: right. Uh, when I originally saw it, I left thoroughly enjoyed. And when I wa- even when I watched it last night and other times. I- I, it's one of those movies. As I keep watching it, I keep getting more out of it. I actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I keep seeing more and more things. Uh, I felt like a new fantasy world had been created, and I wanted the answers. Who were these people? What is the fell? Where did it come from? Uh, how do their stories continue? We've now created the war that the games are based on. What happens next? What happens to Goel? All of, all of that stuff was intrigued to me. Okay.
0: Uh, well, hey, let's play a game of Did the Awards Get It Right? Didn't uh, Dean't getting Academy Award nominations or Golden Globe nominations, but do you think that that's right? Do you think it should have gotten something for technical? It's it, I
1: think it should have gotten something for at least the CGI. As much as people say, oh, there's bad CGI, there's so much CGI, a lot of it is really good they just clearly if you want my honest opinion I think they ran out of money. Yeah. I, I think they didn't ha- the the first couple scenes are amazing. As you get later and later into the film you realize that that's where they
0: were starting to cut some corners. Yeah. And I don't think it was motion capture it was per- or no, it was motion capture not performance it, capture. It
1: was mocap, yeah. Yeah,
0: because performance capture is when they have the dots on the face. Yeah. Mocap is when they just wear the body suits and move around. Yep. Circus is performance capture. Yeah. All right. Well, on our next segment, titled Top Three, Bottom Three, this is where we pick our top three things we love or scenes we like in this movie, and then we choose three things we dislike about the film or that we find the weakest. Let's start with the top three. Let's start with some positives. Joel, what are your top three things that you want to highlight in this movie for everybody to listen to?
2: Uh, the opening first-person fight teaser. Uh, I'm a sucker for first-person if you're going to do a video game movie, so uh, shout-out to The <laughs> Rock at the end of Doom. Um, <laughs> Uh, number two, there were some phenomenal impalings, <laughs> people getting uh, sliced and diced. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and number one, I was watching this in bed, and I sat up and went, yo, is that Glenn Close? <laughs> um, Fail attraction. <laughs> yeah, so Glenn Close is my number one, because I did not expect her in this movie at all. <laughs> and when you told me last night, I was like, she was in it? And I immediately went to IMDb, I was like, yeah, what? She's, she's <laughs> Aladdin." Yeah, so those are my three.
0: Uh, For me, uh, my number three is when you see real environments, they look nearly Lord of the Rings-ish when you see them. There are are a few times, there's a shot where they're going over these snow-capped mountains that looks like the two-tower shot, Mm -hmm. but it looks beautiful again. And you see they're going, wow, great location shot. And then it immediately goes to a place where they're standing on this like rocky castle plateau, if you will, and you can tell everything's a painting. Behind it. And I'm like, that should have been a close up shot. I think Duncan Jones sometimes got too cute with it, but the real environments look great. My number two, the costumes and artwork are straight out of the games. When you play a game like Warcraft, there is an aesthetic you get used to, and this movie duplicates very well.
1: Yeah. People could find the armor and everything very, like, again, if it's you not It's not
0: functional as human beings, but you exactly,
1: the game. If you, don't, if you don't know the game, you would look at that and be like, that's horrible armor. Yeah. Like, I know the people who made Lord of the Rings would look at that armor and be like, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. They're
0: copying the game. Yeah. The problem <laughs> is that they couldn't make it more like Lord of the Rings because then it would look like Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and my number one, my number one is more out of respect. Uh, the ambition to try to make a movie out of a game that most people don't pay attention to the story that's, was pretty ballsy. That's
1: a true statement, yeah.
0: I've got to give it to a studio who put $160 million into a video game property. They put all their chips in the, in the gambled on something that had no track record of ever working theatrically in a, in a video game property. I mean, it, it, that's huge. I think this was a landmark and a step in the right direction towards legitimacy in this le- genre. I think it just missed out on where the money went but it's a step in the right direction for this genre. I would agree, yeah. Yeah.
2: JC? Oh, I've got a kind of flashing back to what you were talking about, saying it deserves some type of nomination for like visual effects. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, they came out that year, Deepwater Horizon. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. The Jungle Book. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. I think, yeah. I would say... So maybe it, the it fact that it didn't get nominated doesn't say that it wasn't good, but those are some, were just some better solid yeah. visual effects yeah. movies.
0: And Jungle right Book, here. if you remember, was also mostly CGI. It, it was 95% oh, yeah. CGI. I mean, all the environments were also. So that was the bar that this movie had to reach to get nominated. Because yeah. I think Jungle Book was nominated that year. Yeah it? Yeah, yeah,
2: it was. Yeah. Because I mean, even if you want to go into sound editing, you have Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, again, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, <laughs> Sully. Yeah. It was just a big year for... It ended up being a big year for some movies. Yeah. JC?
1: All right. My number three, the question of who can be trusted throughout. This is a really good look at psychological intrigue, which you wouldn't expect. Like, I consider that a very... Big boy theme, sort of like a drama, like serious movie, and it's in a video game movie. You can't, you can call it kitschy, but I think you're being a little bit cynical. They do a good job of who can you trust, what are people's motivations, and it doesn't matter if you don't know their names or anything. That underlying feature is throughout the movie. That's pretty intriguing considering we've just done movies like The Usual Suspects and The Prestige. This kind of ties into that vein of what the hell is everybody actually doing this for? Mm-hmm. Uh, magic. I love how the magic works, and I actually think it balances. Somebody later is going to say they think it's too powerful. <laughs> I actually... Guess who? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I like exactly how they use it, and I can see the balances, but then I, I have to catch myself. Is that Am I doing that analysis from what I know just watching the movie, or am I tying that analysis to what I know from the game itself? And number one... Uh, setting up the war. Like, the one thing this movie did is they set up the war between orcs and humans, which is what the entire franchise is about. Orcs and humans fighting. You get the first person at the beginning of the movie, which clearly is like, this is what happened. How did we get there? And they set it up great. Uh, why were these people fighting there for over five games plus all the various add-ons? Like, the movie does a good job of saying this is why. This is why we are in the middle of this giant, massive war. All right, all right. Let's get into the bottom three because who doesn't love it from behind? Uh, time to vent, Joel. <laughs> I don't Speaking like it from behind. The bottom.
2: <laughs> um, I love that there were moments that I felt like I was about to watch an adult film for <laughs> gamers, but no one was ever filleted. Um, number two. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how
0: you were going to say
1: that. I was too. I'm like, is that phallic? Is I that it phallic? Phallic. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Haleesh. like, are we making a phallic joke? Or? No. Well, we are. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, number two, too much CGI for me personally, but this movie is impossible without it. Um, you can't really. You're not going to make a good movie with practical effects. Uh, just for personally, too much CGI for me, and with the mix and match of that, and like some characters that were just makeup. kind of threw me off. And then uh, number one, uh, we might have mentioned it before, but Cagdar's dumb face. Um, So so JC's dumb face. No, no. (laughs) Not you, no. Not you, no. (laughs) This kid, like, I mean, the dude looks like he's 15 years old. (laughs) He does not look like he's 15 years old. He looks like a child. Uh, Y'all are harsh.
0: (laughs) You know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of uh, Nicholas Cage's buddy in uh, Book of Secrets, or National Treasure. He looks nothing like no, that. No, I know, but he had like the same role. It's kind of like, you really don't do anything except for just kind of sit there and make jokes and whatnot. But he didn't oh, make any jokes. He ends up being the hinge of the movie. Well, I know, but I'm just saying he, had a, he has a baby
2: face. JC, your beard looks way better than this guy's. He's got this little Frenchy mustache yeah. and these big, <laughs> dumb lips to go on his big, dumb face. <laughs> like, <laughs> Y'all are harsh. <laughs> no. Fictional yeah. characters.
0: Oh, that's a real person. No, I. But I'm the sure it's not a real mustache.
2: No, like they have here, like here him in an interview, and his like everything. He looks like a much more normal human being in all of his like interview photos. <laughs> wait, I mean,
1: wait to backtrack, Joel. Wait, <laughs> wait to, to notice you're wrong and try to backtrack.
2: I, you know, I stand by it. But he did, he did have some of the cooler scenes where, um, he would, like do his magic thing, whatever, and like that little the circular. Mm. Glowing light, whatever that might be. Yeah. That's what made me realize. Was like, oh, video game movie. Good. Like, I love that they added that in there. Um, I will say this as here. if, like, it's loading up to be shot or something.
0: Release. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. That- that's my yeah. up that's that's three.
1: That's the other thing from before.
0: <laughs> okay. My number three, as uh, JC alluded to, I thought that the clerics and magic user was too powerful. Uh, they can handle everything themselves. There's no need for armies of orcs and humans at this point. <laughs> Uh, I know. JC's shaking his head right now. But uh, number two, there are times when the CGI looks pretty good. But there are too many times when the backgrounds look too painted. The characters don't obey basic physics, like weight and gravity. And the animals look too cartoony. I was fine in this movie until the orcs stole the horses. If an orc that size jumped on a horse, it would have killed the horse. Um, And my number one, trying to make the orcs sympathetic figures through Dorotan's story. I think it would have been better if they focused on just the humans. I mean, for me, the orcs are the enemy in the video game. The reason why people like to play as the orcs isn't because they sympathize with them, it's because we love being the bad guys every now and then. That'd be part of it. No, it, that's exactly why they did that. It was supposed to be, it was originally humans that you play, and they were like, well, let's have them play as the orcs also if they want to. So nobody in the empire is sympathetic? No. I don't care what they say in this new canon sh- <laughs> okay I think Duncan okay no one ever said hey you know what let's look at things from the Nazi side no one ever done that okay because you don't do it okay I think Duncan Jones completely missed that said perspective someone who just pissed off everybody who lived in Germany in the 1940s oh all of our 78 90 year old uh, listeners yeah I'm, I'm really worried about them okay a uh, listenership that's not gonna be around with for another 10 years <laughs> prove us wrong <laughs> Uh, I think Duncan Jones missed that perspective a little bit when he wrote this. That's all. Uh, JC? Uh, Ironically,
1: my first thing that frustrates me is lack of background, (laughs) like lack of information. Uh, You have to have a lot of background to know what's going on in this story.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It's both information overload because I throw a ton of information and you have no idea how it all connects unless you have a background, but it's also a whole lot of information loss. Like, people are doing things, and people are interacting, and uh, you don't know why. Yeah. Even if you have a background in the game, you're like, what's going on? Uh, so that's my th- number three. Number two, the orcs are fleshed out. I know exactly why the orcs are acting the way they do. I know exactly why the orcs are the way they are. I know nothing about the humans and the other races. Why the hell are, like, our first introduction to Lothar, is getting a boomstick, from a dwarf, I have no idea what the relationship is between these two. I don't know why I care about the Iron Forge. None of that stuff. We get a pro- prologue about the orcs. We get nothing about the humans or the elves or anybody else. This and my number one: the CGI at times is great. At other times, you can tell they needed more money. I honestly think that they ran out of money, even though they got a lot more than probably any other game would have gotten. They needed more to make it as good as it could have been because this you, you got orcs on the screen. You need CGI, and if the map paintings were used to save money, they should have either been digital environments or, yeah, it just it looks bad.
0: I, piggybacking off of that, I mean, I don't want to beat it in the ground, but I think of where Jurassic Park was. What was it 1994? 93. 93, okay, 93. Those dinosaurs still look good today. They do. And you can tell they really took care in making them. And I wish more movies that, in, that use CGI would look at that model and go, don't rush into this just to make a date. Yeah. You know, the studio will wait for you because they don't want to put out a product. But would they for a video game movie? Well, when and, you, and That's, yeah. that's going to get into something I'm going to talk they about. They dumped in $160 million in it, so I get it. 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 When they put that kind of, if it was like $50 million, I can see them going, no, just push it out there. But $160, that's an investment. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's shitty CGI. Yeah. Okay, I'm not. I'm saying that there's some good parts or some bad parts, but most movies today have good parts and bad parts. Uh, but yeah, I, I completely agree with everything that you said. So, uh, what's next? Okay, who is the audience for this movie?
2: Uh, Warcraft players that know the characters. That's fair,
0: Joe. that put people who have played all the Warcraft games and have paid attention to the storylines in the game. And I said, people who played Warcraft. Uh. <laughs> Because you don't play agreement. games without reading when, when you're anything, right? Uh, all
1: right, movie uh, report card A B C D F in the video game genre, gentlemen. Give us a grade and some comments that defend your grade, Joel.
2: Honestly, the acting really isn't bad in this movie. Um, Mortal Kombat is a classic, and it straight stinks out loud <laughs> when it comes to line reading. Um, there are some very cool scenes that set up uh, in the movie. That uh, there were some very visually pleasing settings, Uh, that much CGI doesn't do it for me again. But you can't practical effects with this whole movie. Um, The female character stands out because she's just like she's just her with paint, Um, and I feel (laughs) like that stands out. Like why couldn't you have done that with more characters? The music is good in the film, and the story is not bad. There's just a lot that I couldn't. There's so much story I couldn't grab it all. As a pure film, it's not phenomenal. But I like how they adapted certain features from the video games. Uh, mini scenes with the magic of Cagdar, Gul'dan, and the look of most battle scenes. I was talking to Joe before he got here, and I was thinking, you know, like, I don't see how, like, this is a tough movie to make. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. how else you can make this movie without the way that they made it. Um, I was joking, and so I was like, I mean, you get Steven Spielberg, you get Scorsese, you get whoever, it's, mm-hmm. it's still going to be a tough movie to make. Uh, the only other way I could think that you do this would be almost like a uh, Lego movie where at the beginning you have maybe like a dad talking to his son about like the history behind Warcraft. That way you don't have to turn it all into the movie. And then he plays for the first time and you kind of get absorbed into the game. Mm -hmm. And so like there's the movie Warcraft and then the end ends with like the kid like finishing. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's... It is... It is a video game movie. I mean, if... I want to, like, it is an average film. I mean, there's things that it didn't do right, but I mean, it was the movie for the video game. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm stuck in between, like, C plus, B minus um, for video game movie. I'm going to go B minus uh, because of the close. close, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nicely done. I saw it coming too. I was like, he's going to push that bump up right there. Because here's the (laughs) thing like, had I played this game, if you, I were, you would it, enjoy it so I much more. I would have yeah. loved the movie, but yeah. I just didn't know the background, and that hurt me. Mm. But the genre is <laughs> video game movies. For people that, want, that love the video game, that want to see this movie, I'm sure it's a great movie. Yep. I did not not enjoy it. I mean, there are movies that I've watched, I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Mm. I didn't feel like this was a waste of my time. I just felt like I was out of my element. Yeah. And that says more about me and not really as much about the movie. They did about as well as they could with the movie that they were presented with. This is a tough subject matter to grasp a hold of and put on screen for a general audience. Um,
1: Everybody listening, hold on to that last thing because I will say something very simple.
2: About the general audience thing?
1: About Yeah, that last okay. thing he just said. So yeah.
2: B minus, it is, it is way better than Mortal Kombat <laughs> as far as a movie goes. And I would give Mortal Kombat, like, right there in that, like, C, C-plus range, because I love watching it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's better than Mortal Which one? Kombat. That one or Annihilation? Oh, I don't... Oh, that was the one where the... the Annihilation
1: forearm, has Katana in it. The,
2: the one I, with the forearm guy, and they kick uh, <laughs> they kick him off the that's the That's
0: the first one. Oh, yeah, it is the first one. Yeah, Johnny Cage hits him in the nuts and then pushes <laughs> yeah. him off Gosh, <laughs> what a terrible
2: movie. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, See, J- I actually
1: prefer Annihilation, and everybody hates me for
2: it. I can't I, remember. I like <laughs> I, Annihilation I can't better. remember Annihilation. But uh, Joe, what about you? Okay. Uh, I
0: had to think about this, because I'm like, how do I grade a video game movie in the same way that I grade a regular fantasy? And I can't. I, I had to come up with other categories that I think fit the video game genre. So the categories I used to grade this film were graphics and aesthetics, something that's important in a game, uh, avatars slash characters, and the plot and story. I'll average all these categories together and give it a proper grade. Whether I enjoyed it or not is for the buy it, benefit section. So, in the category of graphics and aesthetics, I have to grade this one on the world, the environment, the CGI I'm seeing on the screen. Video games are as much about their graphics as they are about the gameplay and story. Unfortunately, I think they relied way too heavily on the CGI. The orcs were never gigantic figures in the original games. They were the same size as the humans. If there are times when the CGI works in up-close shots... But you still get pretty obvious elastic skin for 2016 technology. There are also too many times when it's very clear they are on a green screen and simulating a CGI environment when you also saw locations that were absolutely beautiful in this. This could have been fixed with close-up shots where the environment was minimal, but Jones was more concerned about showing a massive world like the MMO does. In this category, I'm giving it a C plus, Slightly better than average, but could have been a lot better for the time they had to do this. 20 months is a long time to work on in post-production. Now, in the category of avatars and characters, I think to grade this category properly, I'm looking for how faithful they are to their video game counterparts. Are they using characters from the game? If so, are they true to those characters? In this case, it's hard to tell if they're using specific characters from the game because it's supposed to be a prequel to the game. It's the beginning. So we have to go with, are the races of the orcs represented faithfully as they are in the game, and are the humans represented faithfully? The humans in the main cast are all over the graph. Medivh is evil, Lothar is good. For the orcs, Durotan is good, Goldan is evil. Realistically, they should have never focused on the orcs, but make them a menace that is violent and destructive, but equal to the humans when it comes to ability to win a war. Instead, Jones tried to get you to sympathize with the small band of orcs, making it hard to take sides in this movie. I'm going to give this a B, though, because the majority of the races in this movie are represented faithfully. I just wish it was more black and white. Okay. Um, And then finally, in the category of plot and story, which is always the biggest one for me, I had to think about this ahead of time before I saw the film again. If the movie makes sense to the players of the game, it's an average film. Good. You did your job. The way to get an A in this category is if you can follow and enjoy the story without knowing anything about the video game. It has to transcend the genre. It's, if, it's, if it's a total departure from the video game's plot, it's an F. There are times in this film I felt like a fanboy, and I saw Easter eggs and got giddy. But Easter eggs are not enough if you're going to adapt a property that's a visual medium like a video game. The story is very confusing. There's a lot of mythology, and I played the games and I was still asking Jason yeah. questions. There's a lot of mythology that is explained to the audience in a way that you wish you had a reference guide from the game to understand. As someone who played all iterations of the game, even I was confused at times and at the choices that these characters were making or that the plot is of presenting it to me. It isn't a true adaptation of the game. It's a movie that wants to live in the world of the game. But the basic gameplay of build an army and destroy your enemy is kind of placed in the background for character pieces. If they had kept the beginning of this movie, the prologue, And had continued from the human's perspective, perhaps there is new land that humans need to move to because they've exhausted their resources, an element of the game that is quite a big part, and when they get there, they realize that orcs have arrived also and started building farms, and it's a race to create an army large enough to eradicate the other to take over that land, culminating in a big battle between the two over resources and land. That would have been a faithful adaptation and would have been less confusing than portals and fell and whatnot. Because of this, I have to give this a C. It makes sense to gamers, but it's not going to bring anyone who hasn't played the game. Overall in the video game genre, I'm giving this movie a C plus. It's slightly above average as a movie, but I think there are better, better adaptations when I really think about it. Mortal Kombat, I think, is a better adaptation of that game. Yes, the acting sucks in it, but... So bad. (laughs) So good. It is all about moving up levels when you fight people. Uh, Resident Evil is a better adaptation. Silent Hill is a better horror movie. Uh, The Angry Birds movie is a better movie. I might even think that Assassin's Creed is a better adaptation. (laughs) So that's my defense for my grade. JC, you're up. Well, before I get to my grade, I have a question. You said
1: that it would have been like they shouldn't have done The Fell in the Portal... That is one of the stories in World of Warcraft. So they're not like... So I felt like as I was listening to your commentary, you were kind of saying like the story is only based around resources and all that. Yeah, Warcraft, Warcraft 2, and Warcraft 3 are. Yes. But World of Warcraft, that is where we get into the fell, we get into the portals and all of that stuff. So I think the catch is... Which game Uh, is this the beginning to? I was going to say, I I feel like you're conflicted as to is this the beginning of Warcraft, Warcraft 1 from 1995, or is it the beginning of World of Warcraft? And I read this, and I watch this. This is World of Warcraft. Like, this is what they're setting up. Okay, They're setting up the World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah, and for me, when I looked at the the beginning, the, the making of, and they said they wanted to originally call it Warcraft, Orcs of Humans... I thought, okay, well... Then that would be... And that movie starts off where they're already at each other's throats. The, and yeah, this would feel like a prequel to that. But the, I can understand your perspective also, which is that they do have the night elves in this, but they yeah. don't do anything. They sit there and they look big-boobed and everything, which, why well, didn't you get more of that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that, I think it's just the way that I saw it. And yeah. yeah.
1: This movie conflicts me. We call this a video game movie, but... Uh, it has some great moments. And I feel like that term is is a problem. I, the ideas in this movie are very, very very Lord of the Rings-esque. Now, you all know how I feel about Lord of the Rings, so take what I say with a, with a grain of salt. I'm not speaking down on Lord of the Rings. But being based on a video game is a stigma. Let's just be honest. As soon as people say video game movie, they look down on it. So... The movie did get a lot of money. Yes, it did. But this movie could have been so much greater and in order for people like Joe to give it an A, they would have needed Lord of the Rings type money and Lord of the Rings type backing. No one is going to do that. And I don't know why. No one is going to give Lord of the Rings effort to a video game property. I don't know why, but it's that's just the world we live in now. So... How can, you, how can you ever make a movie that is up to par with some of these others? So that's why we create this video game genre-esque. The movie did a great job with what it had. I do understand why they set up the story. I do understand why they set up the characters. I do understand all of the decisions they made, but I also understand the shortcomings. I've already talked about those, so when you balance those out together, it's a B B plus. I'm going to go B plus primarily because i really close? Be the, No. Oh. <laughs> the, the thing that bumps it up from a B to B plus for me is the music. I actually really yeah, like the music. No, the music's great. I really like the music in this. But again, I also wanted this to be so much better. But every time I watch this, I literally watch it like they, they ran out of money. Like they weren't. It's unfinished. I watched this and it feels unfinished. I feel like there were scenes that weren't shot. There were clearly CGI scenes that weren't detailed. It just feels unfinished. So they put out what what they were able to.
0: And I'll be honest, when you said the budget thing, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings was ninety three million dollar budget. In 2001. Yes. Let's go by the Hobbit one because the Hobbit one okay. was more CGI. It was more, there's a little bit more oh, to it Oh, that's true. And so I'd, I'd rather kind of look at that one. So let's look up Hobbit budget. Um, let's see. Uh, the whole series. No. Do we want the whole series or just one of the movies? Just one movie. Just one movie. Okay. The Hobbit uh, unfinished. Unfinished? No, unexpected. <laughs> Journey. Budget. Was, uh, let's see. It looks like two hundred million. Oh wait, wait a minute. That's that can't be right. No one spent two hundred million dollars on that film. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe it's two hundred million dollars. with the budget? So uh, yeah, budget. It says two hundred to three hundred fifteen million dollars so, was the budget. That's a big gap. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> so, but even even just an extra forty million dollars, yeah. like another forty million dollars, how many of those shots would have been cleaned up? I like, agree. That's.
0: Yeah, and so, that's, why, that's why I said earlier, I think this is Lambert because it's the first time that we really threw money at a at a, they a, did. a property like this, and my hope is that we stop eventually calling these as video game movies, because they're so good, you don't need to have the video game to enjoy it.
1: But the problem is, is we have to explain, no, this was actually really good, mm-hmm. but that's not how studios look at it. Studios look at it like, oh, it didn't make the money that we thought it was going to make, so nobody else is going to get this money. Like... It, We've, we've already talked about it. If there's going to be a Warcraft 2, it's going to be based in China. And sort of the yeah. money is going to come from there. Because they looked at this. They still see it as a failure. But the problem is this is the best for what they could have done. Right. It's almost like the goals are unrealistic because... It's like asking me to run a five-minute marathon when I have a broken leg. Yeah. Like, don't be unrealistic. Don't there, expect me to do something you know I'll never achieve. There are also things And themes- because nobody takes a video game movie seriously, and when I say nobody, I mean studio heads. I agree. I mean people that actually put money into movies. Nobody does. Yeah. Then don't don't get ticked when I say, yeah, that's a great movie. And they're like, well, no, it isn't. Well, it's the best for doing what it had to work with.
0: Yeah. And I think that it also has, one of the main themes of this is more of an Eastern ideal, which is honor. Yeah. it's Not really a Western ideal.
1: Yeah. The psychological stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, I'd like to request something. I'd like to request we do something different with this category. I think that we should bypass our rule of all of us giving a video game movie an A to make it into the Pantheon. I think regardless of what we give this, it should make the Pantheon until we find seven movies better than it. Uh, perhaps this category can be purely grade-based. I, uh, if we give a movie a higher grade, it bumps this movie down. But regardless, at this moment, I think it's Pantheon-worthy because of the fact that we haven't graded anything else in this genre better. And to be an A, it has to transcend the genre, and we're still watching that grow as these films get made. I agree with what you're saying, but then we need to do that with all genres. Okay. Well, I, I,
1: th- I think then now all genres, you're in the pantheon. If we review it. If we review it until you get bumped out by a movie with a higher grade. So if that's what we're doing so that all of the movies that we've reviewed, mm-hmm. even if they're C pluses, if there's nothing above them then they are the best movie in that genre till we review another movie that bumps it out of the category. So it's a
0: working document. Exactly. Because we, re- we reviewed some stinkers too like Alien 3 and I don't think we can agree that Alien 3 should be in the pantheon.
1: But is there other movies above it yet? If not, because essentially the argument we're making is there's nothing better in this category. Through- so if there's nothing better in this category, then there's nothing better in the other categories too.
2: And after we Review enough movies, I think we're going to realize there will be a pantheon of pantheons because yes. we're yeah. like, oh wow, look, comedies and action movies are better than video game movies and horror movies. Yeah. Or
1: yeah, so I mean, so you, you so I, I'm, of- I'm a, I agree with this. I just think we need to do it across the board.
0: Should we do it like a working document, like it just keeps changing? Should
1: yeah, it. every time we rev- essentially every time we would review a new movie, it would replace okay something else. All in favor? Say aye. Aye.
0: aye. aye. aye.
2: All right. Then what hey, will do? Newsies is in the pantheon. Son of a bitch! It is.
1: Hey. Oh!
2: <laughs> which means we now. It is a must-watch. That's
1: that's going to piss Joe <laughs> off to the point where we're going to have to watch other musicals because he will want us to knock out newsies <laughs> as soon as possible. I'm already putting on the slate: uh,
0: Fiddler on the, <laughs> <laughs> the Roof, uh, Sound of Music, uh, Les Mis, Phantom. I'm gonna just I'm gonna throw them all out there because I know they're movies that JC likes also. So. <laughs> What'd you say? West Oh, West Side Story? West Side Story. <laughs> Little shop. Uh, but until we get to all of those, Newsies
1: horror Rocky Horror Picture Show. Newsies is in the Pantheon. Sam's oh in the back of the room giving a suggestion. And what we could start now is like how many days were they in the Pantheon?
0: Oh,
1: oh. oh <laughs> no. rush down No idea rush how much work that two. is for me now. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, hey, uh, <laughs> JC, you got the next thing we got. All right, if
1: this movie was released on Blu-ray, would you buy it, rent it, stream it, borrow it, or forget about it?
2: Joel, um, I would say forget about it if you're the average Joe, <laughs> um, but I'm glad, <laughs> but I'm glad that I saw it or borrowed it so that I could connect with JC on this one. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Forget about it.
1: <laughs> uh if you played if you played Warcraft you should buy it. If you played Warcraft you you'll enjoy this movie. Otherwise I think it's still been worthy. Me thinks. Me thinks it's still <laughs> methinks it's still been worthy.
0: we've got time for today movie Planeteers. the next show we start our final trilogy of season three the year 2020 and we're ending it with a bang with back to the future the trilogy and caitlin's going to be doing all three of them so if you're a caitlin fan out there you're going to get the month of december is caitlin cember it's it's kate cember Uh, You can email the Movie Planet using the address movieplanetpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, Podbean, or Spotify. Give us a four or five star review. Like us on Facebook and Twitter and follow the Instagram. The opinions expressed on the Movie Planet podcast are those of the individual hosts. The Movie Planet podcast is not affiliated with, prepared for, approved, or licensed by any entity that created any films discussed or reviewed herein. All movie clips and music included in the podcast are the intellectual property of the respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of review, and no infringement is intended. Thanks for listening. Get ready to strap into that DeLorean, and happy movie watching.